Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back, everyone, to Amherst. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, getting ready for the second part of today's Amherst Holiday Tournament, where the host Indian, host uh, host Broncos host the Indians of Ogallala. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Our first doubleheader today was Kearney Catholic at North Platte St. Pat's, with North Platte St. Pat's girls staying undefeated to win it 65-52 to over Kearney Catholic. 30 points today for Kaylee Coomer in the win for the uh, Lady Irish. And then for Kearney Catholic, they were led by Ashlyn Wishmeyer with 13 points. In the boys' game, it got interesting. Uh, St. Pat's was up 13 in the first half. Kearney Catholic up 16 in the third quarter, and it ended up being a 65-60 win for Kearney Catholic. 21 points for Kegan Bosshammer, 16 for Logan O'Brien, 15 for Dalton Schmidt. For the Irish, James Roberts had 17. We'll take a look at the starting lineups for our second doubleheader of the night, Ogallala and Amherst, right after this. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be at the top of your mind right now, but if you want the first pick of the 2019 inventory or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine. Special financing, low payments, and a huge new and used boat selection, along with a friendly staff, make Buzz's Marine your best stop for family boating. Visit buzzesmarine.com for the ultimate boat shopping experience or stop by their showrooms at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney. Time now with the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For the Indians of Ogallala, number two is a 5'8 junior, J.D. Cummins. Number three is a 5'5 junior, Kaylee Walk. Number four, a 5'6 junior, Riley Denning. Number 13, a 5'7 sophomore, Milan Coggins. And number 15, a 5'5 junior, Harley Hildebrand. The head coach is Chris Mestel, assisted by Zach White and Rosie Tuttle. Six and one on the season with their only loss to North Platte St. Pat's. For Amherst, number zero is 5'6 sophomore, Brianna Trampy, number 12, a 5'10 senior, Taryn Handwiger, number 33, a 5'11 sophomore, Sydney Province, number 40, a 5'10 senior, Abby Martinson, and number 45, a 6'1 senior, Jaden Shockey. The head coach is Nathan Deet, assisted by Shelby Hemmon. They are 2-5 and five on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, and Carney will tip it off next. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. The ball is in the air, and Amherst will control the opening tick, and they'll immediately go to work. The Hanwiger drives the right side of the key, off the block and in. Taryn Hanwiger will give Amherst a 2 to nothing lead to begin our girls' basketball game here on KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney. Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Skip pass, knocked away. Shockey comes away with the steal, and Ogallala will turn it over on their opening possession. Fast break, try to force it down low. It bounces off the foot of Hadwiger, then off of an Ogallala player and out of bounds. Story for Amherst, they just haven't got off to a good start, and they've played some good teams. Broken Bows, 7-1. Loomis is 6-1. Arcadia Loop City, Ravenna they've played. So they've played some really good teams, and that last win against South Loop was huge. Inbounds pass to Shockey, and she gets fouled. Reaching in to commit the personal foul will be Harley Hildebrand. First foul of the game, and the Broncos will try it again underneath their own hoof. Rogalala, 6-1, maybe a little the opposite. They've beaten a couple of good teams, but maybe not the schedule that Amherst has seen. So will the records not make a difference here as Amherst will bring it around the right side and be knocked out of bounds. So they'll try it again, Sydney Province. And we do have some injuries in the ball game that we'll tell you about here in just a second. Some kids missing from both teams. Try to lob it into Shockey. Well covered. She was behind the hoop anyway. And those are the kind of mistakes that Amherst has to overcome that have hurt them so far early on in the season as the ball is taken away by Coggins and into the front court, Hildebrand gives it off to Cummins on the right side. Back to Hildebrand. Wide open three. It's off the front of the iron. No good. Rebound fought for. We're going to get a jump underneath between Hadwiger and Walk. Arrow points the way of Ogallala. Ogallala has not had a lot of success in this holiday tournament. Boys or girls getting out of the opening round. They've played the consolation numerous times and they're favored to win today. Driving in is Coggins. The shot is going to be blocked and taken away by Jaden Shockey. And here come the Amherst Broncos. Province over on the left-hand wing gets it to Martinson. Back up top, ball fake by Trampy. Right side of the key to Province against the man-to-man. Down low to Shockey. Kick it back out. Three-pointer on the way. No good by Province. Rebound. Fought for Hildebrand. Trying to stay in bounds, and she's able to grab the basketball. And finally, we're going to get a whistle. And a foul called here on Amherst, just being way too aggressive. Trampy is going to be called for the foul. First of the game on Amherst. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. You have Emily Palmer, a starting guard, out after an injury for Amherst. And then missing tonight, Elise Talavera and Gwen Shaw for Ogallala. The injury to Palmer probably more significant. Uh, the other two for Ogallala, more of a role player. Now we get a reach-in foul called here on a Sydney Province of Amherst. Ogallala will take it out underneath their own hoop. Addison Shaw checks into the ball game, as does McKenzie Anderson. And Shaw will take a jumper from the right corner and hit the 13-footer. So Shaw comes in. And Ogallala immediately gets on the board to tie things up at two apiece. Two minutes gone here in the ballgame. Province brings it all the way down the right side into the corner. Stops there. Amherst has brought Tenley Handwiger into the ballgame. She's just a freshman. Lob it down to the block. Martinson faces the hoop. Can't get the shot away. Up to Tenley Handwiger. She came in for Tarrant. Back up top, they'll go to Province. Try to lob it inside. Martinson's covered. The ball deflected by Anderson and stolen away. Second turnover here for the Broncos. Into the front court with it will be Kaylee Walk. 
Walk looks right, nothing there. Has to go to Riley Denny on the left side. Back up to Walk, open three. It's on the way and good. So a three by number three, and Ogallala will take the lead, five to two. Five and a half to go here in the first quarter. The Indians put on a little pressure. Amherst dribbles right into it, gets it off to Hadwiger across the timeline. Good outlet pass to Martin, so the layup is good. That's what you do when you break the press. You attack the press, and the freshman knew it, and Tenley made a beautiful pass to Martinson, and it's 5-4. to four. Ogallala up by one. Left elbow with it is Anderson against the Broncos zone, 1-3-1. One, one. Don't favor that man-to-man. Martinson trying to reach in and tie up Shaw. Can't get it. Skip pass over to the left wing to Denning. Up top to Walk. Fakes the three. Gets a 14-footer off the glass and in. So Kaylee gets back-to-back buckets here for the Indians, and it's 7-4 Ogallala. Press on. They'll throw over the top to Tenley Hadwiger. Wide open underneath Shockey, but they can't get it to her. It's going to be stolen away. Amherst will get it up the floor one-on-one, and the layup is missed. Province with the defense. Rebound, J.D. Cummins underneath, and the layup is good, and a foul, Riley Denning to go along with it. So a chance at a three-point play here for the Indians. The foul going to be called on Tenley Hadwiger, her first, the third here on the early going for Amherst. Checking in will be Morgan Bolt and Taryn Hadwiger back in. First free throw attempt of the game for Riley Denning. And the free throw is on the way. It bounces off the heel, no good. Almost out of bounds, but Taryn Hadwiger saves it into Martinson, and then two aggressive Ogallala's Kaylee Walk reaches in and commits the foul. Her first. And the team's second. Indians will bring in T.J. Bainey to the ball game. She is a six-foot senior. She will provide the height on the floor right now for Ogallala. Province trying to dribble around the double team. Finds Hadwiger. Boy, they're so wide open in the front court, but they throw it backwards to Martinson. Over to Province at the top of the circle. Province to the right elbow. Stops there. Fires it backside. Hadwiger's open. Taren off balance. Missed the shot. Tries to get the rebound, but Bainey will grab it here for Ogallala. And Bainey will clear it out. Brings it to midcourt. Stops and fires it into the front court to Anderson. Anybody that yelled over and back there doesn't know the rules. Underneath the shot is going to be fouled. J.D. Cummins will go to the line. And two free throws coming up. Foul will be called on Abby Martinson, her first and the fourth team foul on Amherst. Right now, Ogallala a little quicker, a little fleeter of foot, getting to where they need to be on time. Sliding the feet, getting in front defensively. First free throw on the way for Cummins is on the way, and it is in. 10-4 now. Ogallala has jumped out to a six-point lead. Coach Mestel doing a lot of subbing early on here. Second free throw coming up for J.D. Cummins. It's on the way, and it's in and out no good. Rebounds pulled down by Province. Sydney brings it up the floor, stops just short of the timeline. Double team, gets it to Hadwiger. And this is going to be the struggle throughout the ballgame. Into the corner to Bolt. Bolt picks her dribble up. Ogallala being over-defensive here, and there's the foul. I think you're going to see a lot of that. I think Ogallala is going to foul a lot tonight. They know that they can force the Broncos into turnovers, and they're getting over-aggressive doing it. The foul is on Mackenzie Anderson, her first and the third team. The key here for the Broncos, they keep dribbling at least early on right into the pressure. They have to stay a little bit back. Inbounds pass, comes to midcourt. Bolt runs it down. Bolt now has an opening. There's a reach in to knock it away. Tries to get it to Hadwiger. The ball's loose, and a foul again on Ogallala. Diving after it is Anderson. She gets two quick ones. 
And here comes Riley Denning back into the ball game. Three and a half to go first quarter. Ogallala 10, Amherst 4 from the Bronco Holiday Tournament. And it'll be Amherst ball trying to lob it underneath the Hadwiger. She's covered. She's at least able to tip it to herself. And wrap it around to Morgan Bolt. Back up top to Province. Province to the high post. Hadwiger faces the hoop. One dribble, and it's taken away. Stolen away by Riley Denning. Turnover number four, but the outlet pass is taken right past by Bolt. Over to Hadwiger. Tenley tipped away from her. Turnover Amherst. Three on one the other way. They'll get it over to Coggins. Coggins falls down. And we're going to get a jump ball. Arrow points the way of Amherst. And back into the ball game, Jaden Shockey and Brianna Trampy. Full court zone pressure put on here by Amherst. Martinson brings it across the timeline, lobs it up to Shockey. Shockey back to Martinson to get their half court set up. Over to Province. Sidney tries to lob it down to Hadwiger. Ball denied away. Denning knocks it out of bounds. So another inbounds play here for Amherst and more subs coming in. Not much flow to the ball game, and when you sub every single time there's a buzzer, it's hard for the girls or the guys when you do that to get into a flow. But they're playing more for later in the game than right now. Lob into Shockey on the inbounds. Again, the pass comes down low. Again, we get a jump ball. Again, we get a turnover. That is six now on Amherst, three on Ogallala, ten to four. First couple possessions, we got up and down the floor in good shape. Now as we've settled into the ball game, it's become a little rougher to get any kind of offense going here. Kaylee Walk on the left wing. Picks her dribble up, back up top to Denning. Here's a three-pointer, Hildebrandt. Bouncing around, it won't go. Ball goes out of bounds off of Shockey. It would have been off of Ogallala, but Shockey reached for it at the last moment. And out of bounds it went. Ogallala to throw it in underneath their own hoop. Looking, and the inbounds pass stolen away by Taryn Hadwiger. Christmas has not ended here in this girls' basketball game. The giving keeps on going on as Province brings it across the timeline with a left-hand dribble all the way down to the baseline, leaves it off for Martinson in the corner. Martinson back up top to Brianna Trampy. Over to the right side, Province gathers. The three-pointer is off the mark, no good. Rebound brought down by Riley Denning. Denning unguarded, brings it down the middle of the floor. Against the zone defense, they'll set it up with Hildebrand, deep left-hand corner. She trips, gets rid of the basketball to walk before the travel. Up top to Coggins. Sets there against the 1-3-1, and Coach Mestel says to reset it, and so they will. Still 10-4, Ogallala, and it's been that way for a long time. College football, they're at the half. Clemson 23-3 over Notre Dame in the first national semifinal on ESPN, 14-60 and 15-50. Pass to nobody in particular, ends up in Coggins' hands. Now she'll get it into the paint, jump shot no good, and the rebound brought down by Hadwiger, and she is fouled. Taryn with her third board. And the foul will be on Coggins, trying to get the rebound of her miss. Checking in for Amherst is going to be Jaden Graham. Earlier today, Florida beat Michigan 41-15. Virginia over South Carolina 28-0. Nevada came back to beat Arkansas State in overtime 16-13. That game was 7-3 Arkansas State with like four minutes to go. Here's Shockey down on the right block. Gets some room. Turnaround jumper, no good. Tries to get her own rebound. It's into the hands of Hadwiger. Taryn is in a mess of black, and a foul going to be called. It's going to be one of those games, folks, until we get into some foul trouble. It's just force it, force it, force it. The foul will be on J.D. Cummins. 
her first. That is six fouls on Ogallala in the quarter. Four have been called here on Amherst. And Martinson will throw it in on the baseline. Again, the Notre Dame-Clemson game on ESPN 1460-1550 will be followed by Oklahoma and Alabama tonight. Inbounds pass, knocked away, and we get another foul. Foul's going to be on Taryn Hadwiger, her first. Amherst, seven turnovers here in the first quarter. Husker men, an easy winner earlier today over Southwest Minnesota State, 79-38. They now get ready for conference play at Maryland on January the 2nd. That's Wednesday. Hildebrand brings it into the front court here for Ogallala. Somebody's going to have to wake up the scoreboard operator when they score. It's been 10-4 for over three minutes. Ogallala with that six-point lead. Earlier today, Kearney Catholic won the boys' game, 65-60. St. Pat's won the girls' game, 65-52. The second round on Monday, this was supposed to be yesterday and today for the tournament, but because of the weather, moved it back to Saturday, Monday. Kearney High boys also a winner earlier today. Right wing with a three-pointer on the way, walk. It's no good. Trying to grab the rebound, it goes off of Cummins and out of bounds. Kearney High girls are playing right now in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. We will keep you up to date on their progress as well. Inbounds pass. It's Martinson against the pressure. Long pass, two on one. They'll lob it underneath to Shockey, and they overthrow her, and Ogallala will steal the basketball away, and then it's stolen right back. Martinson got in the passing lane and came away with it. Over to Graham. Graham gets it to Brianna Trampy. Trampy guarded tight in this man-to-man, needs some help. Finds Graham again. Graham to the baseline, dishes it off to Hadwiger, who's been in the paint a while, but Taryn grabs it and scores, and we finally have some points. 10-6, Ogallala now by four after the Hadwiger bucket. Ten seconds to go in the quarter. Hildebrand fires it over to Walk. Walk gets a jumper from 15 on the way and a late whistle. There is a foul. I'm not even sure this is on the shot. This might be on the rebound. Now they are going to call it on the shot. And the foul is going to be on Brianna Trampy. That's her second. So two free throws coming up for Kaylee Walk. She kind of got hit to the ground after the ball was long gone. The first free throw is no good. Three and a half seconds remaining here in the quarter. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. She's got six in the corner. Amherst will get it into Martinson. She'll throw it into the front court. It's picked off as time expires. And at the end of the first quarter of play, Ogallala 11, Amherst 6 from the Amherst Holiday Tournament on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel seat dealer. At Stockman's Bar and Grill in Amherst, enjoy daily lunch specials. Plus, don't miss Friday and Saturday nights where Stockman's features their prime rib special, which includes a baked potato and salad bar, too. Stockman's Bar and Grill, Amherst. Good luck, Broncos. Five stations. Boom 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. 
Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Amherst as we bring you the Bronco Holiday Tournament. Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. Unfortunately, some did during the last few days. Remember, from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there, your big-time friend in conditions like we've seen lately. 11-6, to six, Amherst trails, but they get the ball to start the second quarter. Right elbow with it, Shockey. They've got to get her involved. She's got some obvious domination in the post. They double her over to Hadwiger. Good ball, fake, drives the baseline, missed the shot. Rebound brought down by J.D. Cummins. Her second, each team with five boards in the first quarter. Not a whole lot of difference in the stats outside of maybe the turnovers. Amherst 9 and 5 for Ogallala. Ogallala 6-1, and one, Amherst 2-5, and five. left elbow with it is Cummins, kicks it into the wing, and a travel going to be called on Ogallala. We did have plenty of fouls in the first quarter. Each team was called for six fouls. So we had 14 turnovers and 12 fouls in the first quarter of our contest. Province in the backcourt going to be called for a carry, trying to avoid the double team. And so Amherst will give it up, and Ogallala gets it right back in the front court. Amherst 2-5, and five, all their losses to winning teams. Ogallala 6-1, and one, the only loss to North Platte St. Pat's. But most of the teams they've played have had losing records. Jumper on the way, no good. Ball knocked away, and Shockey's going to come out of there with the rebound for Amherst. To Province, they've got numbers. Three on one, fired underneath, but the one knocks it away. Hadwiger got it back and throws it out to Trampy. Brianna off to Province, free throw line, jumper on the way. No good, and out of bounds it goes. Right now, one observation here for Amherst. When they, they've worked so hard, the pressure there for Ogallala is pretty intense that as soon as Amherst even gets any kind of breathing room, they're throwing it at the hoop. They're not shooting it, they're throwing it at the hoop, and it's awful hard to make buckets when you can't get squared up for a shot. Try to get it inside Shockey. Knocks it away from Cummins. Ball on the floor. Cummins gets it back. Kicks it out top to Denning. Here's a three-pointer by Hildebrand. It's off the heel. No good. Rebound brought down by Trampy. And a whistle. And what are we going to get called here? A foul, a jump. Looks like we're going to get a foul called on Riley Denning. It'll be her first. And we're going to be shooting free throws the rest of the half. A one-and-one coming up for Brianna Trampy. So, Trampy to shoot the free throw and try and get in the scorebook here for Amherst. Free throw is on the way, and it is good. And checking into the ball game, Tenley Hadwiger. Second free throw is on the way, and it is good. So it's 11-8, a three-point game here as Trampy knocks them both home. Those were the first free throws of the ball game for the Amherst Broncos. Ogallala, ball kicked, so they'll redo it. And again, substitution, substitution, substitutions. We haven't played two minutes. I mentioned this in the boys' game last time. You can't be tired. <laughs> you haven't played two minutes yet, but it's just the rotation that these teams get settled into. And it is Ogallala basketball up 11-8. to eight. On the left wing with it is Coggins. Coggins gets it on the elbow to Anderson. Bounce pass inside between two Ogallala players and out of bounds. That'll be turnover number seven. So Abby Martinson will throw it in. 
Coach Deeds trying to get his girls open here off that press into Tenley Hadwiger. Right back to Martinson up the middle of the floor, dribbles through the double team, stopped for some reason, and traveled with the basketball. It's going to be frustrating for Coach Deeds. His girls, even for his girls, they're doing it right up to a point. Right there, Martinson had it broke and then just for no reason stopped. And she stopped so quick she drug her pivot foot. They had a three-on-one. I think she saw it, and she just didn't know who to pass it to. And we've seen Ogallala do the same thing. So Amherst is, you know, how you put your fingers together close. They're that close from really getting something rolling here, but they haven't been able to do it yet. Top of the key with it, Hildebrand. Down on the low block. It's knocked out of Anderson's hands, and another Ogallala turnover. And unfortunately, that is now the story of the ball game. Turnovers, 11-8. to eight. Martinson waiting for the basketball and gets it in. Tenley Hadwiger back over to Province. Province trying to find a way to get the ball up across the timeline to Martinson. Now three on three, lobs it down to her teammate Shockey, and two Ogallala players run into her. So we've got more free throws. And that is on Anderson, and that is her third. So McKenzie Anderson's going to have to come out. But before that, we get a timeout. Ogallala hasn't been able to score so far in the second quarter. 5.30 remaining in quarter number two. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Ogallala 11, Amherst 8. Husker football left you scratching your head? The Big Rack Shack and Kearney can't help you with that, but they can help you with all your powder coating needs. With the area's largest powder coating oven, they can powder, well, just about anything. Whether it's automotive parts, lawn furniture, railings, ag equipment, they do it all. Give the Big Rack Shack a call today, 308-234-4464 for all your powder coat needs. Welcome back to High School Hoops here on Power 99, KKPRFM, Carney, Amherst, and Eddyville. At the line to shoot a one-and-one will be Jaden Shockey for the Broncos in the first free throw. Is up and in. That's her first point of the basketball game. 11-9. And a chance to make it a one-point game. On the way, and it bounces off the heel. No good. Two Ogallala players fight for it. It ends up in the hands of Sydney Province. And she'll go out and shoot a three, but it's short off the iron. No good. Offensive rebound, Tenley Hadwiger. And yet another foul. Hope you don't have dinner reservations. We're going to be here a while. Hadwiger will go to the line. The foul is called on Hildebrand. That's her second. More subs in this rotation. Walk and Coggins back in. Staying in there will be Denning, Shaw, and Bainey. And the free throw by Tenley Hadwiger is up and in. So that ties the ball or makes it a one-point game, 11-10. Now a chance to tie the ball game. And it's on the way and good. So the freshman gets them both. A 5-0 start to the quarter here by Amherst, all from the free throw line. And we are tied at 11 with 5.15 to go in the second quarter of play. Ogallala with a basketball up top, Coggins. Coggins knocked out of her hands by Province, and the steal made. Sydney has been very active here so far this afternoon for the Amherst Broncos. To Tenley Hadwiger, back up top, Province. Coggins went for the steal, couldn't get it. Province gives it over on the right wing. Trampy's open. Takes a couple extra dribbles, and has it knocked out of her hands, and then a reach-in foul called here on Amherst. That is turnover number 12 on the Broncos, and a foul to go along with it. 
You're seeing a lot of that from both teams, the mistake followed by a mistake, the turnover, the reach, the turnover, the reach, and you've seen that on both teams. The foul called this time on Province is her second, and checking into the ball game for Amherst is going to be Olivia Frederick, and Shockey checks out. Coggins, the front end of the one-and-one is no good, and Martinson will run down the ball in the corner. Give it over to Province. Up ahead, they've got a 3-on-0, and going in for the layup but cannot finish is Frederick. She was so excited that they were that open and couldn't finish. Rebound brought down by Walk. Walk back out to Coggins, the trailer. She'll hold the basketball. Five-second count on. Gets it over to Shaw, down on the block. And, boy, they're calling everything. Another foul. At the line to shoot the free throws will be Riley Denning. And that is the third foul on Brianna Trampy. So she has three for Amherst, and Anderson has three for Ogallala. And Denning, all of one at the line to shoot free throws. It's on the way and in. That's the first point of the second quarter here for Ogallala. 12-11, 4.30 to go in quarter number two. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll recap the games that have already happened. Look at the boys. That will follow as the second free throws up. We'll update you on the college football and a whole lot more. Stay with us here on Power 99. Coggins reaches in, knocks it away from Bolt. Bolt trying to break the 10-second timeline, gets it to Anderson. Up ahead, they'll go to Martinson. Underneath, this time it's finished by Frederick. So Olivia Frederick didn't get it the first time. This time down the floor she does, and we're going to get a timeout here by Ogallala. 6-1, and one, but they just haven't been crisp here in this first half. 4-10 remaining in the first half of play. Your score tied at 13 between Amherst and Ogallala. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, you'll find a sales team you can trust, along with a great selection of vehicles to navigate the winter roads in Nebraska. Plus, easy financing options are available pending credit approval. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today at their state-of-the-art facility. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, for sales, service, parts, Trust your friendly Friesen Ford team or go online anytime at FriesenFord.com. And welcome back to our coverage of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. Big thank you to Athletic Director Ron Evans and the crew here. Home of the Broncos, Doug Duda, our producer engineer Stacy Johns. We're tied at 13 midway through the second quarter coming out of the Ogallala timeout. They're trying to set something up, be very patient offensively here. On the left wing with it is Walk. She got off to a good start with six points in the first quarter, but no field goals. Ogallala has just two free throws here in the quarter. With it is Coggins. Back up top, they'll go to Hildebrand. Nothing inside against this zone right now. So spreading it out even farther are the Broncos. Now they pack it in, depending on where that ball is, and Hildebrand will get a look at a three-pointer. It's off the mark, no good. One of six from three-point land. Coggins, though, gets the rebound, puts it up and in. 
Milan Coggins gets her first field goal, and Ogallala back on top. Now the ball's stolen away in the backcourt. Coggins brings it in between the double team, knocked out of her hands. It goes out of bounds, and it's going to go back over to Amherst. 15-13. Ogallala boys just arriving. Of course, that's kind of the bad thing about the way this ended up. Usually Ogallala and North Platte travel up. They play. They stay overnight. They go back. Now they're going to go back anyway. Another steal. Driving in and finishing is going to be Kaylee Walk and a timeout going to be called by Amherst. So out of the timeout, Ogallala gets a couple of turnovers, a couple of buckets, and they now lead it 17-13. 2.58 to go in the second quarter of play over Amherst. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trade packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Out of the timeout, Amherst is able to break the press. They go down low, and Graham takes it in, and Jaden will have her first bucket of the ball game. So just took a little reset there out of the timeout. Amherst comes out and executes, and it's 17-15 Ogallala. 2.40 to go in the second quarter. The winner gets St. Pat's on Monday. The loser will play at 11 a.m. against Kearney Catholic. Ogallala with a basketball, left-hand corner, trying to step through. Coggins gets into the paint, kicks it out, ball fake three. Walk gets to the free-throw line, jumper no good, all red and white underneath. And Abby Martinson will grab the rebound here. Gives it off to Bolt. Bolt pushes it down the center of the floor, keeps on going out to the left wing, back to the top. Martinson open for three. Off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Denning. And Ogallala back in charge. A two-point lead. Long pass down the floor, but it goes right through the hands of Cummins and out of bounds. And back in Taryn Hadwiger. And Tenley will come out. Hadwiger, Martinson, Bolt. Also in there is Frederick and Graham for Amherst. Trailing by two with two minutes to go in the first half. Up the right sideline with it is Bolt. Finally has to pick things up over on the right side with her dribble against Walk. Tries to get it into Hadwiger. Back up top, Martinson. Trying to get that half-court offense set. Martinson, one-step ball, stolen away. Cummins now out ahead of the pack, trying to beat everybody back, and they're going to call her for a double dribble. And that's a killer for Coach Mestel. They had a breakaway, nobody there, and the ball just took a funny hop. And Ogallala, seven turnovers in the quarter. Amherst, six. Amherst, 15 turnovers. Ogallala, 12 here in the first half of play. Bolt near midcourt, really being hatted, makes another pass that is picked off by Walk. This time, they'll be able to finish. Ten points now for Kaylee Walk, and the lead back up to four at 19-15. to 15. So out of the timeout, Amherst broke the press like a bunch of pros. The next two times, threw it right into the hands of the 
Indians. And that's kind of the way things have went so far this season for Coach Dietz. Feast or famine? Hadwiger, right side of the key, outside. Frederick, top of the key. Swings it left side to Martinson. Shockey's on the bench, so Hadwiger's really their post-present. A minute to go. Before the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, again an errant pass. Three straight turnovers for Amherst. Try to make a long pass down to Shaw. She grabs it, finds the trailer, and Cummins lays it up and in. 21-15, and the lead is six. That's the largest of the half, equaling it for Ogallala. 40 seconds to go before halftime. Up to Hadwiger. Over on the wing to Bolt. Morgan will pull up, go back up top, Martinson. Amherst just trying to find a way to get an open look here. They haven't had very many. Up top to Frederick. Ogallala's just a step faster everywhere on the court, it seems like. Hadwiger off the screen. There she got inside the defender. Spins off the glass and too strong. Rebound brought down by Ryan Riley Denning. Still 10 seconds to go. Ogallala in the backcourt. Martinson knocks it away. Steals it right underneath their own hoop and gets the score. That's a big bucket there for Amherst. And that will bring us to halftime with the score. Ogallala 21 and Amherst 17. It obviously hasn't been pretty with all the early fouls and then a ton of turnovers in the second quarter. But it's close in anybody's game as 6-1 Amherst, or 6-1 Ogallala leads 2-5 Amherst, 21-17. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this on Classic Hits Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Aurora Cooperative's animal nutrition team is eager to serve your livestock production needs. Now is the time to start thinking about your spring mineral and livestock supplement needs. Aurora Co-op understands that performance goes hand-in-hand with profitability. That's why our animal nutrition team focuses on a personalized approach for your operation. Contact your local Aurora Cooperative to learn more about how our expert nutritionists and skilled staff can help your livestock operation perform at its peak. Suffer together, Aurora and you. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. Welcome back to Amherst for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of our girls' game, it is Ogallala 21 and Amherst 17. The boys' game will be coming up next. Amherst, the defending tournament champion, but really a whole new look, a lot of new faces on this Amherst uh, boys' roster as we come in with uh, first-year head coach uh, Eric Rippon. And uh, you'll be looking at some kids like Rody that are back in there and Esperson, but uh, some new faces on this team, not the same team that they have had lately, and they have struggled uh, to just one win so far to start the season, while Ogallala is kind of the opposite. They've come into this tournament 
uh, around 500, maybe a game below the last few years. Well, they're undefeated. They've got a new head coach. They've got a couple of new players that moved in with their head coach, and they're undefeated. A lot of people were talking about Carney Catholic Ogallala. Well, Carney Catholic barely got to the finals today. We'll see if Ogallala can find a way to stay uh, upbeat and going, but they have been red hot. They're averaging over 70 points per basketball game, and Amherst is not a team that can get to 70 points. They are going to have to slow this down somehow and uh, find a way to keep this close here on their home court. In our first two games today, the Kearney Catholic girls committed 20 turnovers in the first half, and then North Platte St. Pat's committed 20 turnovers in the second half, but they had built a 22-point lead and were able to hang on 65-52. to Kaylee Coomer, 30 points in the game for the Lady Irish this afternoon. Abby Alberry hit four threes, and she had 12 points in the contest. Jocelyn Sellers, saddled by foul trouble early, still had 10 rebounds in the ballgame. St. Pat's girls are now 9-0. and They're number one in D1. For Carney Catholic, they got 13 from Ashlyn Wishmeyer, her best game for the Carney Catholic stars in her career. Ansley Aiden had 10. Brooke Eschenbrenner hit three threes in the second half and finished with nine. In the boys' game, Carney Catholic didn't have Eli Richter, the big 6'6 post guy. Maybe hurt him on the boards a little bit here today. Uh, he is usually one of the first guys off the bench, and the stars couldn't score early. They were down 22 to nine with about four and a half to go in the second quarter. By halftime, they were down 30-29. to 29. They had turned a 13-point deficit into a 16-point lead early in the third or midway through the third quarter. And then St. Pat's came back and cut that all the way down to two. But finally, Kearney Catholic won it by a score of 65-60. to 60, 21 points for Kegan Bosshammer, 16 for Logan O'Brien, 15 for Dalton Schmidt. For North Platte, St. Pat's, 17 from Corby Condon, 13 from Dolan Branch, 11 from Charles Oftenkamp, 10 from Nick Neeson. St. Pat's played really hard. They just didn't have enough to hold on and come back that second time against Kearney Catholic. So, Monday, our coverage begins on ESPN 1460 at 11 a.m. The girls' consolation game, the loser of this, will play Kearney Catholic. Then the boys' consolation game will be at 1230. The championship games, the girls at 2, and the boys will be at 330. Again, it's 21-17 at the half. The Ogallala girls are leading Amherst. We'll be back with the stats and some updates from the rest of the world of sports right after this. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission's not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. College football, the national semifinals right now on ESPN, 1460 and 1550 a.m. in the Cotton Bowl, seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Clemson continues to lead Notre Dame 23-3. That'll be funneled by Alabama and Oklahoma at seven. Earlier today, it was Florida thumping Michigan 41-15. Virginia shut out South Carolina 28-0. And in overtime, Nevada beat Arkansas State 
16-13. to The Nebraska men's basketball team beat Southwest Minnesota State today by a score of 79-38. to The Kearney High boys beat Lincoln Southeast in the hack tournament 60-38. to Now let's take a look at our first half numbers of our girls' game, game three of four today. First off for Amherst, Brianna Trampy has a pair of free throws, two points, one rebound. Tenley Hadwiger has a pair of free throws, two points, one rebound. Jaden Graham, two points. Taryn Hadwiger, four points, four rebounds. Olivia Frederick, two points. Sydney Province, two rebounds. Abby Martinson, four points, two rebounds. Jaden Shockey, one point, one rebound, one block. 17 points, 11 rebounds, 5 out of 6 at the free throw line, 0 of 4 from 3-point land, 1 block, 17 turnovers for Amherst. Trampy has 3 fouls, Province has 2. For Ogallala, J.D. Cummins, 3 points, 2 rebounds. Kaylee Walk leads the way with 10 points, 2 rebounds. Riley Denning, 4 points, 3 rebounds. Addison Shaw, 2 points. Mylon Coggins, 2 points, 1 rebound. Harley Hildebrand and T.J. Bainey each have a rebound. 21 points, 11 rebounds, 4 out of 7 at the free throw line, 1 of 6 from 3-point land, 13 turnovers for Ogallala. Foul situation, Mackenzie Anderson has 3, and Harley Hildebrand has 2. So at the half, it is Ogallala 21 and Amherst 17. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. At Stockman's Bar and Grill in Amherst, enjoy daily lunch specials. Plus, don't miss Friday and Saturday nights where Stockman's features their prime rib special, which includes a baked potato and salad bar, too. Stockman's Bar and Grill, Amherst. Good luck, Broncos. Five stations. Plum 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire. When the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. The Kearney High girls with 340 to go in their game, beating Lincoln North Star by a score of 42 to 32 at the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Uh, the Kearney boys, as we said, winners earlier today. So it looks like maybe the Kearney boys and girls both can advance on uh, from action today. We'll be back here Monday for the Amherst Holiday Tournament. Unfortunately, uh, our time over at Ravenna didn't get to happen. They flat out canceled it all. Uh, the GNAC canceled their tournament. So we've seen some weather affects some. Others are just breezing right along. We are ready to get the second half underway. Ogallala will get the ball to start the third quarter. They lead it 21-17. to 17, And we'll get to our seeds to success here in just a little bit. Brought to you by our Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed Dealer. Ogallala with a basketball. Here's Coggins making a nice move on the right wing. Drives in. Shockey blocks the shot. But we are going to get a foul called. 
And Coggins will go to the line to shoot two. She is 0 for 1. That's the first foul of the game on Shockey. And the free throw is on the way, no good. So our seeds to success, Amherst break the press. When the press is on, break the press. They've shown signs of being able to do it, and a couple of times were Buttes just taking it right down and making the layups. That's going to be the key. Second free throw by Coggins is up and in. For Ogallala, when they get the boards, which they have been getting, do something with them and make some of those shots inside. They have had the speed. They just haven't been able to finish as Province brings it into the front court against the double team, dribbles the ball out of bounds right in front of Coach Dietz. And those things will take care of the turnovers. Obviously, both teams way too many turnovers in the first half, but a couple of those things will take care of the turnovers, and we'll see if that's how things play out. That's 18 turnovers for Amherst. Ogallala has 13. Left elbow forced inside there from Cummins to Denning. Back out for an 18-footer. Off the mark, no good for Coggins. And on the floor for another rebound, and we're going to end up with another jump. We've seen a lot of that, too. Nobody able to really control the basketball. They just jump on it. Uh, Shaw. And Province, the arrow points the way of Amherst. And we'll see if Province can kind of get involved. She seems to have the most, I don't know, energy is not necessarily the word, but she has really been out there going after and just hasn't found a way to score yet. She's involved. She's really kind of a spark plug out there. Province with it now on the right side of the key. Handles the basketball and kicks it back into the corner to Hadwiger. Behind the arc, that's not her shot. Taryn tries to get it into Province, but it's forced in. She's double teamed, and it's turned over. Can't make the pass if it's not there, and that's exactly what happened. And that's happened quite a few times for both teams trying to jam the ball inside. Ogallala's playing man, and Amherst is packing in that 1-3-1 with nobody above the top of the circle. Hildebrand skips it over to the right side to walk. Back up top, Hildebrand into the paint. They'll get it to Cummins. Cummins tries to lob it inside, and Taryn Hadwiger makes the steal. Ogallala slaps pressure on right away over to Brianna Trampy. Throws it backwards to Province. And Province will push the ball up the floor on Hildebrand. Gets across the timeline. Sydney in front of the Amherst bench all the way to the baseline. Gives it off to Hadwiger. Taren back up top to Martinson. Martinson goes to the free throw line. Back over in the corner. Province dumps it inside. Hadwiger on the pick and roll shot. No good. But there's Shockey. Backside rebound up and in. Jaden Shockey with her first bucket of the ball game. 22-19 Ogallala. And Shockey just one of those kids that if they can get her the ball, she's got some height inside. They packed it in on her. Amherst just hasn't been able to get their post game going, which you would think they'd be able to against the shorter Ogallala squad, who just traveled with it again. And the substitution train starts two minutes into the third quarter as Anderson and Shaw check into the basketball game. Broncos with a basketball down by three. Only one three-point bucket made in the game, and Walk hit that early on for Ogallala. Into the corner, Hadwiger, right side. Triple that way. They flash through Province, up to Martinson. She'll try the three, and it's good. First three of the ball game. Abby Martinson now has seven, and that was good ball movement by Amherst. They need to take a picture of that and keep doing it. They doubled down low, kicked it out. There was nobody on Martinson, and sometimes they'll double high and nobody's low. So Ogallala, ball tipped and stolen away. Third turnover, outlet pass from Province to Martinson, trying to go all the way. She'll lay it up, and Amherst has the lead. Five straight for Abby Martinson. Timeout. Ogallala with 5.15 to go in the third quarter. And the Broncos have come out to a good second-half start. It is Ogallala trailing here at Amherst 24-22. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? 
It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. At BNB Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Out of the Ogallala timeout, they'll have it underneath their own hoop. Backside shot no good on the rebound. We get a jump ball between Shockey and Cummins. And the arrow points the way of Ogallala, so they'll get another chance. Kearney girls have defeated Lincoln Northstar this afternoon, 47-37. So both the Kearney High boys and girls winners. 24-22, Amherst has taken the lead. Inbounds pass left corner. Shaw for the three. It's long, no good. Ball out of bounds off of Bainey. And it'll be Amherst basketball. Amherst has stayed with their starting five here for the first three minutes of the quarter. Ogallala's already thrown him in. And on the inbounds, Ogallala just runs right over Province. Addison Shaw with the foul. Her first, first of the half on Ogallala. And Taryn Hadwiger to throw it in. 2-2-1 zone. Gets it to Province. I think they just clear it out and let Sydney handle it. She's done a good job, and here she comes down the middle of the floor. Now get in position. Kick it into the corner to Trampy. Back to Province. Three-point line, and will dribble to the top of the circle. She backs out, uses her dribble into the corner to Martinson. She'll try another three-pointer. That skims off the rim, no good. Rebound, Shockey back up and in. Jaden Shockey, her second offensive putback here in the corner, and it is seven in a row for Amherst, and they have a four-point lead, their largest of the game, 26-22. 4.20 to go third quarter here on Power 99. And we're going to get the ball out of bounds again. Ogallala, boy, things have went south here for the Indians. Trying to get it to Anderson. She dribbled it on the sideline. And again, another shift change here. By the way, speaking of shift change, the Storm are home tonight. They beat Lincoln last night 3-1. to one. They've got Omaha at home tonight at 7.05. Hadwiger throws it into the backcourt to Martinson. Back to Hadwiger into the front court. Three on three. Left wing, they'll get it to Morgan Bolt, who just checked in. Bolt looking for Province. Province knocked away by Hildebrand. Now a scramble for it, and off the floor with it is J.D. Cummins. She'll throw it up ahead and throw it away, but she had to do something or she was going to travel, so the team's exchanged turnovers. Martinson over to Province. Province has really been hounded by these Ogallala Indians, whether it's Coggins or whether it's the double team. Province out top. Picks her dribble up, needs somebody to come meet the ball. Martinson 22 feet away, off the screen, gets to the left elbow, runs into the defender, over to Hadwiger. Hadwiger gets into the paint, off the right hand, no good. Rebound brought down by Bainey. TJ up the right side, gets to midcourt, runs into Bolt, fires it into the corner. Hadwiger knocks it away, and it'll be Ogallala basketball. Again, the boys' game will follow. Probably will not get started. Well, it will not get started on time. It was set to go at about 6.30 tonight. That's not going to be the case. Checking in for Amherst. We're going to see Taryn Miller for the first time. 26-22 Ogallala, or excuse me, Amherst. Ogallala ball, 3.30 to go here in the third quarter. Coggins with it up top. Gives it off to Bainey. Back between the circles to Anderson. 
Over to Hildebrand. Ball knocked away Providence. It's loose towards the top of the circle, but Hildebrand picked it up. Back over to Bainey. Underneath, trying to force it into Anderson, and it's eventually turned over. Number 19 of the game for Ogallala. Out of bounds, but it'll still be Amherst ball near midcourt. Walk and Denning back in for Ogallala. Walk, Denning, Hildebrand, Coggins. Along with Cummins on the floor. For the Broncos, Bolt into Province. You've got Miller out there. Shockey trying to get it on the give and go to Province. It's going to be tipped and out of bounds. You've also got Martinson out of there. It'll stay with Amherst. Only one point in the third quarter for Ogallala. We've played five minutes. Amherst ball into the corner. They'll get it to Miller, to Province. Nobody's moving. Trying to set a screen for Martinson. They can't wait forever, so Province drives. Throws it off the square. No good. Rebound tipped around and grabbed underneath by Taryn Miller. Miller will get it out of there to Martinson in the left-hand corner. And then her pass is going to go into the backcourt, and it will be stolen away by Walk. Walk underneath, trying to get it to Hildebrand. The ball's kicked. And it will be Ogallala ball underneath their own hoop. Taryn Hadwiger in. Jaden Shockey out for the Broncos. Ogallala will have Hildebrand throw it in underneath their own hoop. They'll just go four wide, kind of that half moon from left to right. Two at the high post, two in the corner. Kick it into the corner, four, three. Walk is too strong this time, and a rebound. There's Miller again, gets her second board since coming in. Trapped in the corner, needs some help. Should have called timeout, didn't do it, turned it over, and a foul now on Amherst. That's one where Amherst should have called the timeout because Miller was in all sorts of trouble. There was nothing she could do. She made a great play, just got in the wrong spot there. That was a great play, nothing wrong with what Amherst did. And that will be turnover number 22, but then the foul goes on it for Morgan Bolt. That'll be her first, and two free throws coming up for Kaylee Walk. She has 10 points to lead the way and now make it 11. Tenley Hadwiger in, and Martinson checks out. Amherst has four timeouts remaining. Ogallala is down to two. Second free throw by Walk on the way, and it is bouncing around and in. 26-24. Still no field goals in the quarter for Ogallala, and Amherst is up by two. Morgan Bolt against the pressure, gets it into the front court. They've got a two-on-one. Tenley Hadwiger underneath the Miller, bobbled it, and she got fouled. This one is going to go on Coggins. Mylon Coggins with her second. Each team only two fouls so far in the quarter. And here comes Shaw for Coggins. And Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. Hadwiger to throw it in. They'll box the lane. High-low screens. Kick it opposite side to Bolt. Bolt tipped away by Hildebrand. Gets it back. Over to Province. Off the high screen. Top of the key. Takes the 19-footer. It's off the mark. No good. Miller tries to save it in but can't. Out of bounds. It'll go to Ogallala. Anderson checking in for the Indians. And back in for Amherst is going to be Martinson. Sometimes, and, and I've talked about all the subbing you do, sometimes the, the method of the madness is just to make sure that your girls, in this case, can be guys in their game too. It's that they're just set. So you've got your, your team ready to go instead of just up and down the floor. You're set, you're ready to go, and sometimes that's why you make one sub. Here's a turnaround jumper up and in by Mackenzie Anderson on the assist for J.D. Cummins, and she's got her first bucket of the ball game to tie things at 26, and she was fouled on the shot. She's got a chance to give her team the lead back. The foul on Taryn Miller is her first. 
So Amherst now stuck on 26 after getting the lead. The free throw is no good. And on her tippy toes, Abby Martinson will grab the rebound. Then her pass goes right to the Ogallala Indians. They'll pick it up. They've got a two-on-one underneath. Another layup up and in by Riley Denning. And there's six in a row by Ogallala. And they regain the lead at 28-26. to And now we will get a timeout by Amherst with 1.33 remaining in the third quarter of play. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It is Ogallala girls leading Amherst here in the Bronco Holiday Tournament 28-26. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. Doug Dudar, producer, engineer Stacy Johns, back here at the Amherst Holiday Tournament in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. Ogallala just went on a 6-0 run. They reach in and make the steal in the backcourt again. They'll fire it underneath to Denning. Riley into the paint. She's double-teamed, shot partially blocked, ends up in the hands of Cummins, and Cummins will be fouled. J.D. will go to the line. So Ogallala, who wasn't doing anything for six minutes, now all of a sudden wakes up. We've seen this both teams Quick little runs. Foul on Miller, her second. Two free throws now for J.D. Cummins. She's one of two and nails this one. She has four points, and now here come three of the starters back in the ball game for Coach Dietz. 29-26, Ogallala. And the second free throw on the way, and it's good. 30-26, to 26. an 8-0 run now. To answer the 7-0 run that Ogallala had given up to Amherst. The press is on. Abby Martins into the backcourt. Dribbles backwards. Pass going to be deflected away. It'll stay with Amherst at midcourt. 1-10 to go here in quarter number three. Inbounds pass to Province. Sydney with a left-hand dribble across the timeline. Reverses to the right side. Off the screen to Handwiger in the right-hand corner. Back to Province on the right block. Bounce pass to Shockey. Backside short jumper miss. Got her own rebound, though, and scores. Jaden Shockey has three buckets in this quarter, and they are all on offensive putbacks. 30-28 Ogallala, 50 seconds to go in the third. Into the left-hand corner shot. Down on the left block, wide open Cummins, and then Shockey blocked the shot, and they called her for a foul. Jaden Shockey with her second personal foul and two free throws coming up. That was a great entry pass down there to Cummins. But Shockey was there. She's three of four at the line. It was just there a moment ago and nailed two for the Indians. Free throw is on the way, and it's good. 31-28. Second free throw now on the way, and it's good. 32-28. And Cummins will check out. Coggins checks in. That allows him to get their full-court press set up with 41 seconds to go here in the quarter and a four-point lead for Ogallala. Into Martinson. Back to Hadwiger in the middle of the floor. Stops at midcourt but looks backwards. Amherst has got to break that horrible habit of looking backwards. Province with it across the timeline. Gets into the right-hand corner. Drives baseline. Got tripped. And there's a foul on Coggins. 
I think Milan thought that she was going to stop and kind of stuttered her and went down the baseline. Coggins slid in front of her. That'll be her third personal foul, third team foul of the half, and the Broncos will have to take it out underneath again. 26 seconds remaining in the quarter. Amherst trying to make it a one-possession game. Dump it into the right-hand corner to Providence. Up to Trampy. It'll be knocked away by Shaw and out of bounds. The Broncos have become predictable on what they want to do on certain situations, and Ogallala's jumping those passing lanes, and they did that there on the inbounds pass. It always comes to the corner and then to the wing, and they have caught on to that. Back to Martinson, three-point land. She hit one earlier. It's the only three of the game for Amherst into the corner to Province. 13 seconds. Down to the block, Martinson. She's there, the six-footer off the glass, up and in. Abby has seven in the quarter and 11 in the game. Still time for Ogallala. Midcourt with it is Walk. Walk comes into the paint. The runner is blocked by Shockey, and that will be the end of the third quarter of play. With your score, the Ogallala Lady Indians 32 and the Amherst Lady Broncos 30 at the Bronco Holiday Tournament here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Husker football left you scratching your head? The Big Rack Shack and Carney can't help you with that, but they can help you with all your powder coating needs. With the area's largest powder coating oven, they can powder, well, just about anything. Whether it's automotive parts, lawn furniture, railings, ag equipment, they do it all. Give the Big Rack Shack a call today, 308-234-4464, for all your powder coat needs. And welcome back. Ready to go to the fourth quarter of play here. And Amherst has the ball. Trailing by two, 32 to 30. The biggest lead, Ogallala, six. Biggest lead for Amherst by four. Amherst will get the ball to start the fourth quarter. Big number there in the third quarter. Seven of eight at the line for Ogallala. Amherst didn't even get to try a free throw. Province bounce pass inside to Hadwiger. Turnaround jumper from five. It's in and out. No good. Fight for the rebound. Bodies everywhere. Five Ogallala Indians are in there. And number five, Addy Shaw. We'll grab the loose ball, and here comes Ogallala. They are led by Kaylee Walk, who has 12, and then Cummins with 7, Denning with 6. For Amherst, Martinson with 11, Shockey had 7. Those two scored all the points in the third quarter for Amherst. Up top with it, Walk. Open, didn't look. Gives it off to Walk. Back over to Shaw. Back to Walk. They kind of let her alone. If she wanted to shoot the 3, she could have passed on it this time, and a travel call on Ogallala. Turnover number 20 on the Indians. Amherst has 24 again earlier today in the girls' game. It was North Platte St. Pat staying undefeated at 9-0 with a 65-52 win over Kearney Catholic. And the Kearney Catholic boys stayed undefeated 65-60 over St. Pat's. Into Shockey, back out to Province. Dribbles down the paint, dribbles it off her leg and out of bounds. That pass into Shockey, she was five feet away on the block and did not take the turnaround jumper. She threw it back out. And they end up turning the basketball over. Province made a good, strong move just off of her leg. 
So a minute 15 into the fourth quarter. No change, 32-30. Cummins on the left side of the key. Kicks it back on the wing to Anderson. Pass knocked away. Foul situation. Nobody has four, but Coggins and Anderson have three for Ogallala, and Trampy has three for Amherst. It'll be Anderson to throw it into the corner. Kicks it out top here to walk into the paint. They'll go to Cummins. Cummins bounce pass into the corner for the three-point attempt. It is no good. Ball's going to be tipped into the corner, and it is grabbed there by Shaw. Offensive rebound here for Ogallala. Tries to get it down the baseline, and Shockey tips it away, and we're going to get a jump ball. Arrow pointing the way of Ogallala, so they'll maintain possession. Hildebrand comes back into the game with Coggins for Ogallala. We've played a minute 33 so far here in the fourth quarter. Still 32-30 Ogallala. And it'll be Hildebrand to throw it in for the baseline. Just gives it really short pass there to walk. She takes a dribble, puts up a 12-footer, no good. Ball tipped out. Hildebrand runs it down. A third opportunity this time down the floor for Ogallala. They're going to have to cash in when they get this many chances. Right elbow with it. Back up top, Coggins. She forces her way into the paint, finds some room, puts it up, no good. Ball tipped into the hands of Sydney Province. And Province will wait for the traffic to clear out. Now long outlet to Martinson underneath the Hadwiger. One-hand catch, missed the layup. And the rebound brought down by J.D. Cummins. Boy, that was well executed, and the ball just won't drop through the cylinder in the paint right now for the Broncos. Shockey's the only one that's had any help inside, and now not guarded. They're going to call Hildebrand for carrying the ball. She was out there just waiting for the offense to get going. And the need to blow the whistle. Harley Hildebrand called for the travel, or the carry. So Province brings it into the front court. Two minutes and 15 seconds into the quarter, no scoring. Here in the fourth, Hadwiger on the block right side. Province doubled up to Martinson for three. It's off the iron, no good. Rebound, Shockey up and in, and she's fouled. Jaden Shockey starting to get a little tougher here in this second half, and the foul on Riley Denning will be her second. Shockey about the only player to get any offensive boards, and all four of her buckets in this game have been on offensive putbacks. And a chance at a three-point play, and it is no good. We are tied at 32, 5.30 remaining in the ball game. Amherst coming off that impressive win against South Loop. Even though they're just 2-5, and five, all their losses are to teams with winning records, a couple of them with just one loss. Ogallala kind of the other side. They're 6-1. and one. Their only loss is to undefeated St. Pat's, but they only have one win over a winning team. Ball tipped over on the right side to walk. Into the corner, they'll go to Denning. Down to the baseline, and the ball stolen away. Hadwiger, and then it's knocked back away. It's still loose, and finally, Trampy comes out of there with it and clears it out. And then it's taken back. The scrum continues, and then Ogallala walks with it. And I can't scratch all those turnovers down. We let the first couple go, but that was a two-for-one. Amherst has three timeouts. Ogallala has two remaining here in the fourth quarter. The jump ball will belong to Amherst. With five minutes to go, we're tied at 32. Province attacks the right side of the key. Jump stop, fadeaway jumper, draws the foul. They're going to call that not on the shot? Yes, they have to call that on the shot, I would think. They call the push-off with the arm, not the wave-off. J.D. Cummins with the foul. Her second. Team fouls are even at five. Two free throws for Sydney Province. Hasn't shot a free throw yet tonight, but nails that one, and that is her first point of the basketball game. And Amherst has gained the lead back 33-32 in a back-and-forth second half. And the second free throw now for Province is up. Hits the front of the rim, no good. 
two players fall down on the lane going for the rebound, and it'll end up in the hands of Riley Denning. Baseball pass to the other end, and nobody's there to grab it. It was last touched by Amherst. 4.49 remaining in the game. Amherst 33. Ogallala 32. And into the ball game, Tenley Hadwiger. The story about this is both teams, they want to get this win because no matter who they play on Monday, they're going to be the underdog, whether it's Kearney Catholic or St. Pat's. Both of those teams are state-rated. Ogallala wants to play St. Pat's because that means they've won, but that's the only team that has beaten them. As the shot is up, no good by Walk, and the rebound brought down by Jaden Shockey. Shockey pushes it ahead to Morgan Bolt, and it's going to be knocked away and out of bounds by Hildebrand. The girls' consolation game, Carney Catholic and the loser of this on ESPN 1460, Monday morning at 11 a.m. Bolt back up top with a basketball over to Tenley Hadwiger. Playing catch outside the arc on the right side of the key. Leading it by one with four and a half to go. High post with it, Shockey. Backside, Hadwiger's open the short jumper. They keep missing him. Rebound brought down by J.D. Cummins. And she'll clear it out to Hildebrand. Amherst now has missed enough of those that it has made a significant difference in this basketball game, especially here in the second half. Ogallala in the right-hand corner. Walk started to pass it, and there was nobody but white jerseys there. The fifth turnover of the quarter here on the Ogallala Indians. Amherst just two so far in the quarter. For the half, 11 on Ogallala and 9 on Amherst. Province has it knocked out of her hands. Checking the college football scoreboard. Clemson is on their way. It's 30-3. Clemson, there's only been one touchdown in the second half. Clemson leads Notre Dame 30-3, first minute of the fourth quarter on ESPN 1460 and 1550, followed by Alabama and Oklahoma at 7. Kearney boys and girls, both winners today. Kearney Catholic boys and the North Platte St. Pat's girls, winners here earlier today. We still have the amherst Ogallala boys game. Following here on Power 99, Martinson out top of the circle, finds Tenley Hadwiger, starts to the left side. Haven't seen him on the left side very often. They love to go to the right, so Province brings it over to the right side. Takes a fadeaway three off the rim. It will not go, and a high arcing rebound. It'll be grabbed there by Mackenzie Anderson. And Ogallala, fast break down to Coggins. She got mauled, and she'll get two free throws. So Milan... Coggins will go to the line and shoot two after the foul by Sydney Province, her third. Coggins is one of two at the line, has three points. Ogallala has not scored here in the fourth quarter. It took him a long time to get a bucket in the third quarter, and the free throw was off the mark. No good. They stayed in the game, actually, in the third quarter by going seven of eight from the line. Ogallala has two baskets in the second half. Two. And they're down by one. Second free throw by Coggins on the way, and it's no good. Rebound brought down. Oh, the Broncos had it bounce off their knee. It's going to go out of bounds. Good job by Kylie Kaylee Walk to get in the middle of all that. And it forced two Amherst Broncos to run into each other, and they couldn't grab the rebound. So Ogallala will take it in the front court. 3.33 to go in the fourth. We've seen three points by Amherst, none by Ogallala. Into the paint, they get it to Bainey. Bounce pass. They had three players standing next to each other. Felt the need to pass it. We're going to get a jump. The ball will belong to Amherst on the alternating possession. But Ogallala, there was five players that were all holding hands, and they made a pass. There's no way it's going to get from one player to the next player, and that is what Coach Chris Mestel trying to let his kids know. Hadwiger trying to get across the timeline, a little contact with Coggins, but they call the walk. 3.19 to go here in the 
Fourth quarter of play. 33-32, Ogallala down by one. The sigh from the fans here just needs something positive to happen for either team. And this game could be theirs. Ball kicked. It was 11-6 after one, Ogallala. It was 21-17 after two, 32-30 after three. It's now 33-32 Amherst. Ogallala five minutes into the quarter and scored. They'll try a three from Walk. It's too strong, no good. The ball deflected to Tenley Hadwiger. Hadwiger brings it up the floor, and she is fouled. the officials call for a one-and-one. That is incorrect. It will be just the sixth team foul. But they do need to tell us who the foul is on. And uh, we'll let you know as soon as they tell us. So Amherst will get the ball into the front court. It was called on J.D. Cummins, her third. Down low, Martinson in the paint. Turnaround jumper from five. Missed another short one. Rebound brought down by Bainey. And Bainey will try and get out of there with a basketball to walk. 2.40 to go. Who's going to survive this one? Over to Bainey, left side. Inside, they'll get it to Cummins. Turn around, jumper off the glass. It won't go. Nine players in the paint, and what we get, of course, we're going to get a jump ball between Jaden Graham and T.J. Bainey, and in this case, it will be Ogallala basketball. Again, don't forget to nominate a boy and girl athlete for our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. We're almost to the end here of December. It seems like it's rolled by. Casey Allen of Blue Hill, A.J. Jenkins of Wilcox, Hildreth, part of state championship teams, are our reigning champs. We'll have new ones the 1st of January. Ball inbounded. They try to get it to Hildebrand on a one-foot pass, and it's knocked away and off of her out of bounds. 2.30 to go here in the game. It's still 33-32 Amherst. One bucket in the fourth quarter, and that was by Shockey on an offensive putback and trying to make the steal away from Province in the backcourt. Kaylee Watt commits the foul. Both teams are in the one-and-one. And Province is one of two at the line for her only point of the ball game, And a chance to make it a two-point and maybe a three-point game. First checking in, though, Mackenzie Anderson. Right now you've got the main five, I believe, outside of Bolt out there. Province, Hadwiger, Martinson, Shockey, and Bolt, the five on the floor for Amherst. The front end of the one-and-one. Sydney Province on the way, and it's good. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show when we're done, and then the boys' game, 34-32 Amherst, 2.22 to go in the game. Second free throw now for Province. On the way, and it's too strong. Shockey trying to get the offensive board, but it is Anderson to box her out and get the board. Ogallala hasn't scored in the fourth. Can't win if they don't score, and so let's see if they can get it going here. Down to the baseline, they'll get it to Hildebrand. Ball fake, bounce pass underneath the hoop. The short jumper up and in. And J.D. Cummins, it took six minutes, but she's able to score. That ties the game at 34 with two minutes to go. Martinson against the pressure, stops in the backcourt. Her pass is slapped away, and the steal made by Ogallala. They try to go too fast, and they throw it away underneath the... Oh, no. They're going to say that J.D. Cummins didn't touch it before it went out of bounds. And so Ogallala's going to keep possession here. Cummins dove after it and touched it, but apparently the ball was already out of bounds. Ogallala underneath their own hoop, gets it to the right elbow. Ten-foot jumper is in. 
by Kaylee Walk, so they didn't score for six minutes, and they scored twice in 20 seconds, and Ogallala back on top, 36-34. Couldn't score, couldn't press, and force all these turnovers. Province hustles it into the front court, finds Shockey 22 feet away from the hoop. Back over to Province. Amherst has three timeouts left in the bank. Province to the right wing, kicks it back out. Martinson fakes the three and is called for the travel. Coach Deeds telling his girls to talk. Well, they did. They just traveled with the basketball there. That is turnover number 29 in the game. So Ogallala now in control, up two with the basketball. And the ball comes into the hands of Harley Hildebrand. Hildebrand into the front court, dribbles right side, leaves it off. Ogallala doesn't need to shoot, and Coach Mest will tell him to pull it out. Gets it to Coggins, top of the circle, Hildebrand. They're up by two. The way this fourth quarter is went, I don't know why you'd shoot the ball unless you had a point-blank layup, and that wouldn't even be guaranteed. Anderson uncovered out to Coggins, and she... We got an offensive foul. We've got an illegal screen. Two officials saw it. I did not see it away from the ball, but if both officials saw it, it must have been pretty flagrant. Hildebrand called for the foul, and that gives it back to Amherst with one minute to go in the game, 36-34. Ogallala's girls, Province against the pressure, gets it to Martinson. Martinson across the timeline, reached in, couldn't get the foul, over to Hadwiger. Coach Dietz is not going to call a timeout. He could set up a play every time that he has the ball. Martinson being hounded out front by Walk, picks the dribble up, and now finally a timeout with 40 seconds remaining. In the basketball game, a 30-second timeout with your score, 36-34 Ogallala. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. The New West postgame show coming up. Will we end in regulation? That's the question now. Ogallala 36, Amherst 34, 40 seconds remaining here in the girls game. Taryn Hadwiger to throw it into the front court in front of her own bench. Goes back court to Martinson. Over to Province. Shockey's in there. They've got to find a post presence. That's what's been working for them the little bit that they've scored. Martinson to the right-hand corner. Ball fake, dribbles into the paint. Hildebrand knocked it away. We're going to get another jump. The arrow points the way of Amherst. 28 seconds to go. Ogallala's got to be careful not to commit a reach-in foul here. Amherst will box the lane. Martinson dumps it into the corner to Province. Same thing they always do out on the wing to Bolt. Swing it over to Martinson. She'll take a three for the lead. It's off the iron. No good. Hadwiger got a hand on it but can't save it. It's out of bounds to Ogallala. Martinson has the only three that they have made. 20 seconds to go. Full court pressure by Amherst. Both teams in the one and one. And it easily comes into Kaylee Walk, and there's the foul. And so we'll go to the other end and shoot a one and one. Jaden Shockey was supposed to be guarding the inbounds, but was like 10 feet off, so I don't know if they were trying to slide her over on a double team or what the story was, but she was not probably where she wanted to be. The foul on Abby Martinson. 
And so a one-and-one one here for Walk. She is three of four at the line, leads the team with 14 points. Free throw up, in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Shockey. A two to tie with 15 seconds to go to Province. And we're going to get a timeout by Coach Dietz. Again, they threw the ball backwards, and he wants to get a timeout. He'll have one remaining. 12 seconds remaining in this basketball game. It's been a low-scoring contest and a low-scoring fourth quarter. 36-34, Ogallala. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Each team has scored four points in the fourth quarter. One bucket for Amherst, two buckets for Ogallala. Ogallala's 0 of 3 at the line in this quarter. Amherst was 2 of 5. Either team could have won this game. Who will win it? Ogallala 36, Amherst 34. 12 seconds to go. Amherst has it in the backcourt. And they haven't exactly been swift about breaking the press. They break it, just don't do it in a timely fashion. Taryn Hadwiger will throw it in. A couple times they broke the press, they've got layups. But not often enough. So here we go. Throw it backwards to Province, and Province will bring it up on the right hand with the right-hand dribble behind the back with the left hand. She'll throw it over to Bolt. Seven seconds to go. Bolt still way out here. Throws it over to Province. Province is going to force a three. It's partially blocked, and Ogallala is going to win the basketball game. 36-34, your final score. Ogallala... Hangs on to beat Amherst and get a rare win here in the holiday tournament. We'll be back with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here in just a moment. We want to let you know that that means Amherst will play Kearney Catholic Monday morning at 11 a.m. on ESPN 1460. We will then see the boys' consolation game at 1230, the girls' championship game at two will be between Ogallala and St. Pat's. Ogallala's only losses to St. Pat's, and then we'll have the Kearney Catholic boys in the championship game on Monday, and that will get going at 3.30. Again, the final score, 36-34. The numbers and more in a moment. Even after 38 years, we still start early every morning in every Amigos kitchen to make the foods and flavors you love. We're chopping fresh vegetables, mixing Amigos' famous ranch dressing and salsas, slow-cooking pinto beans, steaming the rice, mixing up batches of homemade guacamole, and grilling the marinated chicken. Your made-to-order items start with real people making real food. It's not the easiest way, just the best. At Amigos, where made from scratch is our recipe. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. 
They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's take a look at the final numbers of our girls game and then get you into the boys game. For Amherst, they had eight players score. The problem is five of them scored two points. Brianna Trampy, two points, one rebound. Tenley Hadwiger, two points, two rebounds. Jaden Graham, two points, one rebound. Taryn Hadwiger, four points, four rebounds. Olivia Frederick, two points. Taryn Miller, two rebounds. Sydney Province, two points, four rebounds. Abby Martinson led the way with 11 points, three rebounds. And Jaden Shockey, nine points, eight rebounds, and two blocks. 11 rebounds in the first half, 14 in the second half. Free throw shooting, five of six in the first half, two of five in the second half. Three-point shooting, 0 of four in the first half, one of six in the second half. Turnovers for Amherst, 17 in the first half and 12 in the second half. The Broncos had 17 points in each half, and they finished with 34 points, 25 rebounds, 7 out of 11 at the free throw line, 1 of 10 from three-point land, two blocks, 29 turnovers. Amherst now 2-6. and six. They'll play Kearney Catholic at 11 a.m. Monday on ESPN, 14-60. For the Ogallala Lady Indians, J.D. Cummins had 9 points, 5 rebounds. Kaylee Walk led the way with 14 points, 2 rebounds. Riley Denning, six points, four rebounds. Addison Shaw, two points, three rebounds. Mylon Coggins, three points and a rebound. Mackenzie Anderson, two points, two rebounds. Harley Hildebrand, two rebounds. And T.J. Bainey had four rebounds. Eleven rebounds in the first half, 12 in the second half. Free throw shooting, four of seven in the first half and 7 of 11 in the second half. Three-point shooting, 1 of 6 in the first half, and 0 of 4 in the second half, so both teams are 1 of 10. And as far as turnovers, 13 in each half for the Lady Indians. 21 points in the first half, 15 in the second half, but Ogallala didn't score until there was 2.05 remaining in the fourth quarter, scored a couple of buckets on back-to-back possessions, and that was enough for the 36-34 victory. 36 points, 23 rebounds, 11 out of 18 at the free throw line, 1 of 10 from three-point land, 26 turnovers, Ogallala 7-1, and they'll get a rematch with North Platte St. Pat's at 2 o'clock Monday here in the Amherst Holiday Tournament. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter... The activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A couple of updates. Carney High, boys and girls were both winners today in the hack tournament. The girls 47-37 over Lincoln North Star. The boys 60-38 over Lincoln Southeast. Also, uh, the UNK basketball teams are home tonight. The women right now playing York. The men will take on Nebraska Christian at 7.30. And in the national semifinals, Clemson still leads Notre Dame 30-3 with seven minutes to go on ESPN 14.60 and 15.50, followed by Alabama and Oklahoma at 7. We'll take about a 15-minute break and be back with the Amherst Ogallala boys right after this on Power 99. Doug Duda saying stay with us. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. 
Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer-owned with Global Connections. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.